0: To all the exhausted village. I'm, that's what I'm going to call your fans, Kyle. The exhausted village. <laughs> Shout out to the exhausted educator. <laughs> 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 this is a Holding On To Learning LLC production. Woo! The ideas expressed on this show are not the views of their employer. Besides, if you really want to take advice from this guy, well, you should probably do it at your own risk. You're going to love the exhausted educator. <laughs> The short fall dude from the Exhausted Educator Show. What is going on, education heroes? Thank you for dropping into the Exhausted Educator Show. On this episode, we are embracing our inner weirdness. I got boatloads of it. I know you got some too. Be honest with yourself. You got some. Well, you can use that for the classroom, believe it or not, and it can be very helpful. And our amazing guest, She's back for more in part two of our interview with Jillian Bois, who dives into a little bit of her weirdness in the classroom, and I give a little bit of mine, too. You know, this is the part of the program where I usually drop a dad joke, so I know you're waiting for it. You're not getting it, though. Nope. Instead, I'm going to give you a weird joke, so check this out. So, there were some rabbits walking backwards in my my backyard, yeah. It turns out, they were part of a receding hairline. You don't like that one? All right, let's try try this one, then. How about this weird joke? Why did Humpty Dumpty have a great fall? Well, it's because he had to make up for his miserable summer, of course. All right. They were weird, yeah, but they're also dad jokes. Uh, I'm not hitting the button, though. I won't do it this time. Ah, uh, I'll do it. No more dad Alright, I'm cut off. So, a couple weird jokes to get us started. This episode is all about embracing your inner weirdness and using that superpower in your classroom because your students will love it. Even if they laugh at you, even if they mock you a little, they'll actually appreciate it inside. They just might not express that to you. So, we're going to talk all about using that superpower. Before we jump into all that, though, i got to tell you about an amazing couple of weeks we've had. I'll tell you, we we dropped our episode with Jillian Bois. It was amazing, all about joy and happiness. If you haven't heard the first part, go back and listen to it. She's amazing. The other thing we, we did was we started up our Recharged Educators Community a founders group, and we've got a strong group already there. And they have taken it, and they are running with it. They've introduced themselves. They're starting to interact a little bit. I think it's going to be special. They're a really good group of people, but there's room. There's room for you if you've not joined us yet. All you got to do, check out that link down below in the show notes. That'll get you there. You just go to the website, and then you can join and go uh, just answer a couple questions, quick questions, and join its a Slack community. I think you're going to like it. I'm going to dive later on into all the ins and outs of some special features you might not be aware of. So if you're a recharged educator uh, that's already in the community, stay tuned for that. And if you're not, stay tuned for that anyway, because um, I'm going to give you some helpful hints on some features, some really cool features about using that Slack and some of the things we're gonna do with it. So that's later on in the show. So if you want to go f- right to that, I guess you you could actually just pause here and then like fast forward. And then you'd probably wanna come back, right? Cause you wanna hear the next segment. And so, so just go ahead, if you, that's, you want that now, just pause, fast forward, come back. And what on earth am I talking about? I'm way off the rails, people, sorry. You get the idea. So, let's embrace our weirdness with this show. We're getting into it. Let's get it going. Here's the rundown for our rather weird episode. We're going to start off with our second part of our conversation with the amazingly talented Jillian Bois. We're going to dive into a little bit more of what we did the last time, joy and happiness. And we're going to slide in a good conversation about embracing your weirdness in the classroom. Then we're going to lead into party time, and that's going to be all about just don't worry, people. Be weird for the benefit of the students in your classroom. And we'll break out an unusual story about a superhero you probably never heard of before named Busman. Mm-hmm. Stick around for that, and it will relate back to your classroom in some weird, demented way. Then we're going to finish up with community features, meaning the recharged educator's community some of the special features that you might not be aware of and there's going to be a special gift for those of you who are founding members and i'm going to offer it here in case you're listening to this podcast or you're watching it on youtube either way there's a special gift has something to do with about has something to do with our community store stick around for that let's get this weird party started I don't need to do a huge intro this time because it is really the second part of a conversation with Jillian Bois. If you did not hear the first part, you're going to want to go back and check it out. She's all about joy, happiness, and she dives into it in a pretty deep way in the previous episode. I think it starts about the 17th, 17th minute in the previous episode. You might want to check that out. But I will tell you this. She's not just a second grade teacher, she's also a publisher, she's an illustrator, she's an author, she's a public speaker, she does a ton of things. She's a podcaster, a lot of things. She's just overall just an amazingly uh, cool and compassionate human being. She's also now a, one of our founding members in our Recharged Educator community, so if you want to get to know her, she's there. You can even find some of her stuff in our seller's marketplace. Just a little plug there. She's there. So, I can't wait for you to hear all about embracing your weirdness. So, ladies and gentlemen, one more time. Here is Jillian Bois It has been stressful, and your comments are really helpful to kind of... Um, wrap our heads around you know some things that we can do to 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 keep joy in ourselves during trying times. What about like, do you have any special advice for trying to hold that joy consistently over time, which can be tough? There's so much ups and downs in what what everybody's doing in education. You know anything specifically that you'd you'd throw out is like just some advice for you know to be able to maintain you know a, a high level of joy best you can anyway
1: and you know it and it's It's hard to, like I said, joy is a discipline. Hmm. So it's not something that you're going to be able to say, oh, I'm joyful one day and I'm not going to be joyful the next day because it's there, but it can coincide with fear. It can coincide with pain. It can coincide with anxiety. Um, And when we realize that, you know, joy is kind of like, I call it that radiant satisfaction of hope and peace, because it's something that is like just within reach, but we just have to want it. You know, there's a lot of people that are negative and stressed and uh, pessimistic, and they don't want that joy.
0: Hmm.
1: It's or it's not, they don't think it's for them. So I think you have to really want to have the desire to pursue it. Um, and once you do, you know, I wake up every morning and I'm just put my feet on the floor and I get out of bed and I say, all right, it's a new day. I have to leave what was yesterday behind. I can't focus on what, what, what tomorrow is going to bring. I have to live today for today and I have to do the very best that I can. And I'm going to do it with a positive, lovely outlook. <laughs> And sometimes that works for an hour, sometimes (laughs) it works for 30 minutes, sometimes it works for seven hours. But I keep reminding myself of Mm -hmm. that. keep saying, all right, Jillian, stop Hmm. or pause. So that's kind of my word, too, is just pause. Stop and think before you react, before you respond, before you write back that email with some snarky words, you know, stop and think. How do you really want to come across to somebody? Um, you know, and it's, it's still, it still may be a, a day when I'm fearful or a day when I have my anxiety is high, but I still know that I have a choice to make.
0: Hmm. Yeah. You
1: know, so I think, you know, just, but just giving yourself, and I, and I won't beat myself up. I guess that's the other thing. I won't say at the end of the day, oh man, it was a terribly sucky day with joy. <laughs> Because I didn't have any of it. <laughs> someone did this and so and so did this, and I came home to a dirty house, and that frustrates me. And, you know, my dog got to take care of the dog. She threw up all, you know, so it's like, pause. Okay. Yes. But I'm going to start over again tomorrow. So you give yourself that grace. You give yourself that mercy. You give yourself an abundance of flexibility. Yeah moving.
0: Yeah. You you know it, it's I really think those those who work in education are super reflective people. And that's kind of a two-edged sword, right? Like yeah. you know, we can really grind ourselves down because we're constantly can't live up to expectations, you know, for ourselves and we want we had this awesome lesson planned and it just nosedived hard, right? (laughs) And then you, then you do inward reflection. You think, well, what did I do wrong? What did I do? Right. You can really grind yourself down. There's the other side of reflection that I think we don't hit enough. And it's exactly what you're talking about. You know, understanding things aren't perfect. I'm going to give myself grace. I think we've all learned in this process over the last two years about giving grace to others around us. Sometimes I don't think we do it enough for ourselves, right? So um you're you're speaking volumes there when you're hitting on that, I think, for sure. I want to wrap up here real quick and just kind of talk about you know trying to bring some happiness to the classroom for our kids. And I think you've hit on some of those things already. But would you just throw out any advice you you have for listeners about? How they might just bring in some some happiness and into the classroom, maybe to spark some excitement again in, in the learning process for everybody, teachers, professionals, the principals overseeing everybody, and the kids especially.
1: Oh my goodness! This, this so you're you're speaking my language now. Because, <laughs> um, I love to be weird. I love to because I'm you know usually a pretty put together person, but. <laughs> In the classroom, when that door closes and I've got 24 faces in front of me that, you know, I'm trying to get their attention and we're trying to work together, you have to be weird yep. as a teacher. So I read this book with my students. Oh, I do have it every year. And it's called Rumpel Buttercup. <laughs> so Rumpel Buttercup is written by Matthew Gray Gubbler, who is an actor and a director on Criminal Minds. Wow. Or not. So he's written a children's book.
0: Wow. That's crazy.
1: Yes, but it is all about being weird. So it says Rimple Buttercup has five crooked teeth, three strands of hair, green skin, and his left foot is slightly bigger than his right. He's weird. Join him and Candy Corn Carl, his imaginary friend who's made of trash, as they learn the joy of individuality as well as the magic of belonging. And I read this with my kids at the beginning of every year. And I say, all right, I hope you liked that book. Now here's what we're going to do you're going to go on Flipgrid and you're going to open up the app and you're going to record yourself. And you can either do a voice recording, a video recording, but I just want you to be weird for two minutes. (laughs) Just be weird, do whatever you want to do. And they do. And then we show them all on our, you know, on our board and we laugh and we have fun. And I kept that video link. And when we're having days that are a little stressful, I'll be like, you know what we're gonna do today? They're like, what? I'm like, we're gonna watch your weird videos. We're like, no! like, yep, gonna watch your weird videos. And I'll replay the whole thing. And they, of course, they get embarrassed, you know, but they're like, This is so much fun. Can we do this again? And, you know, things like that. You know, it we've got to let kids express their individuality. That brings joy. I am totally weird. Like, I will just like if somebody gets an answer, right. Or can tell me how they got to a certain, um, you know, got the answer to a certain question by taking another route. And I mean, I'll get up on the, on the desk and start dancing a happy dance. And they're like, Oh no, you don't do it. Right. I'm like, I know I don't do it. Right. I don't dance. Just singing songs. A little boy was a little boy who was upset the other week and last week about something. And I, I flipped on, let it go. And I just sang, let it go at the hmm. top of my lungs in front of him. And he just like, and then the whole class started singing. <laughs> and so it just, We just have to just make it a place that we can all nurture and encourage each other. And it doesn't have to be always, you know, by the book, we got to do this and this and this, we've got to just have fun. We just have to let it go sometimes. And we just have to, find those ways to make everyone feel like someone. And that's
0: it. I love it. I absolutely love it. And, you know, I, I, as many years in in the elementary classroom myself, I did plenty of table dancing and jumping (laughs) off. And yes, I'd get a lot of, man, you're weird. And I get it all the time from my kids now too, right? Like my own kids. And my answer has always been the same. I'll take that as a compliment. Right? Like, thank you. Thank you. And then you get a weird face, and you're like, listen, I'm not trying to be ordinary. Right? Like, I'm just trying to be me. Right? And so, what you find out in the classroom, though, is all the weirdness is really novelty, and it brings laughter, it brings excitement, it brings just a really positive energy to the classroom, and everybody can breathe and everybody can giggle. And everybody can at some point take that and turn it into motivation to spark something special. So you are spot on. You are speaking so, so much good today. And I thank you so much for jumping on and sharing your awesome wisdom with our audience. And I think they're going to love it, to be honest with you. So thank you so much, Jillian, for all your time today. I really appreciate you.
1: Thank you. I I had a lot of fun. So like I'm like already ready for tomorrow. tomorrow
0: <laughs> Maybe we'll have to do it again next 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 I weekend.
1: Like, I'm like, <laughs> Ooh, what am I going to do tomorrow? Oh, I'm going to be here tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thanks so much. I appreciate oh, you. Thank you. Party time. In this edition of Party Time, we're going to dive into the importance of you being weird in your classroom or school, maybe your school community, just the importance of being weird. And by weird, we kind of say, maybe it's creative, maybe it's funny, maybe it's all of the above. It's novel. That's what we're getting at. This, this show, in this podcast, we've had a variety of examples of weirdness. If you go way back, you can hear how I talk about how I put together a shower for a Halloween costume, just like they did in the original Karate Kid. You can also hear about my friend TJ in the very first episode, talk about how he dresses up for different events. Doctor, He's Dr. Seuss every year. He has a principal in elementary school. We also had Ryan Scott, who's a principal at a high school, talk about how he dresses up you know, for even just mild things like... Uh, student drop-off in the morning. He's out there wearing a costume just for fun, just to give kids something different, right? I even told you about probably one of my favorite teachers, Mr. Tubbs. It wasn't about, like, dressing up for him. It was more about just being bizarre, jumping off tables, doing just strange things. The weirdness is novel. So if you've got that trait in you, and we all do, right? Be honest with yourself, it's in there somewhere. You just have to be comfortable with students. Comfortable enough to put yourself out there. Well, I'm going to dive into one specific example of how I had to put myself out there way back when I was a fairly young teacher. Let me take it back. So my first couple years, I would dress up for Halloween and that kind of thing, different costumes, whatever. And then we had some issues on the bus, right? Everybody does. The bus can be a flat-out party, and it can be a a flat-out bit of chaos. And a leadership group decided, wouldn't it be great if we could do something outside of the box to really reinforce positive behavior on the bus for our students? It's a great idea, right? They came up with this idea. You see, apparently there was this old Eminem costume. Not Eminem the rapper, like Eminem the candy. And it was this huge circle. And somebody had, I guess, dug it up from somewhere. They brought it from home, I don't know. And then they covered it with a blue cloth. And they needed somebody to wear it. And this person was going to be called the bus superhero. They came to me. And I said, "I don't know about this, but okay." I became bus man. Now, it was not a tremendous gig. I didn't, you know, have to do a lot of stuff with it. I would just show up once a month in my blue. I try to paint a picture for you: a blue M and M costume, right? It didn't have M and M on it more. It just kind of had like bus man or something on the front. And I had a mask to go with it. And I had a, like an, a, a, a wand with like a circle that looked like a tire. And I would show up on the bus once a month. Here comes bus man. And I handed out Oreo cookies because they looked like tires. To the kids who had really positive behavior on the bus for that month. What a wonderful opportunity. to reinforce positive behavior. Well... My story of man took an interesting turn when somebody leaked it to the local newspaper. Someone showed up from the local newspaper, and i they probably set me up knowing some of the staff members that we had back then, and I usually can take a joke pretty well. At any rate, a local reporter showed up, and I happened to be decked out in my full costume, handing out the Oreos, and she wanted to ask me some questions. She asked me a few questions. I gave her some answers as far as why we were doing it. We're trying to improve our behavior on the bus and just trying to reinforce positive behavior. It's something small, just an Oreo, you know, a couple Oreos every now and then when bus man comes out. And she said, do you mind if I take your picture? And I thought, hmm, I don't know if I like where this is going Uh, because I'm fine dressing up and making a fool of myself in front of kids, I'm not overly comfortable with, like, putting it out in the paper. So I asked her, is this just, like, a small picture that might be in, like, the back of the paper? And she said, oh, yeah, absolutely. It's just something small we'll put in the, uh, like, the education part that they do every now and then. I said, okay. And I agreed to it. Little did I know, next Thursday, see, this newspaper is local, and it just kind of shows, it would show up once a week. The following Thursday, I went into work. And wouldn't you know it, somebody had found a brand new, freshly printed newspaper and it was on my desk and it was an entire spread of me on the front cover of a newspaper dressed up as, you got it, bus man. (laughs) Uh, So much for the little picture in the back. Bus man was on there in full spread, right on the front cover, an enormous picture of me in a blue M&M suit with a blue mask holding Oreos and a tire wand. It wasn't pretty, but it is what it was. So, that wasn't the end of it, right? Like, it, you know, maybe a few good laughs and then you move on your merry way. Let me tell you, I happened to... <laughs> Happened to be involved with fantasy football for many, many years. And did it for 20-some years up until recently. Just didn't didn't really have time for it much anymore, unfortunately. But the group of people, they are interesting fellas. And wouldn't you know it, they saw that wonderful spread on the front of a newspaper. For 20-some years, I am still now called... Let's see. When I walk into a room, I have heard busman... Captain Safety, (laughs) uh, Super Safety Hero, uh, and a variety of other ones. Twenty-some years later, I'm still Bus Man. Yep, I get it. But it's not that big of a deal. Because, you know, it puts some smiles on some kids' faces. Did we move the needle? Did Bus Man come in and move the needle? Probably not. But it was worth a try. And we tried it for a while. You know what's interesting? I would always like play it off like I didn't know the kids, and they obviously knew. You know, they knew it was Mr. Hill. But for a good year, I'd have so many kids be like, "You're bus man. You're bus man. I know it." And I would play it off like I wasn't. You see, it's it was something small. I mean, it turned out to be something bigger because I ended up in the front of a newspaper. But it was really something small but to those students it ended up being something bigger and that's when we say what does all this have to do with your classroom not a lot but probably this if you will, if you will allow yourself to be comfortable with being weird a little bit it's going to it's going to affect your students in a positive way they might not they might not even tell you they might not tell you you know if you go way back to Uh, One of the first episodes I talked about, you know, I I tell this story about the bacon fire, and if you haven't heard that, then you're not going to know what this means. Basically, I I had a bacon fire in my oven, and I blew it out of proportion and lost my mind and and, uh, couldn't think clearly. However, you know, it wasn't the math lesson I was teaching that the kids remembered. Years later, I had students, and I still run into students who are like, I remember your bacon lesson. It might be the only thing they remember from the entire year, but they remember that weird incident, that weird story I told them. Or a student might remember when you uh, wore a weird costume, or you did something funny, or you played a song that was out of the ordinary. My son was happy the other day as a high school student because his teacher them outside because we finally hit a day that was actually fairly nice it's been cold where we're at for quite a while and she had freshmen sophomores juniors running around playing tag for a few minutes novelty just let yourself be a little bit weird because in the end you're probably going to like it it'll probably give you a smile but your students are going to remember it and i honestly think it will help you build a really positive, a much more positive environment. Because let's be honest, if you've got weird in your classroom and you can embrace weirdness, your students are going to feel more comfortable. They're going to be more accepting of everybody because in the end, everybody's weird, right? It's like way back in the day, Mr. Rogers, boy, if we could bring Mr. Rogers back, would always talk about your special, right? So, Whenever anybody says to me, you're weird, I'm always like, thanks. My kids will come home from school and say, somebody said I was weird today. And it's like they cut them like a knife. And I tell them it should be the opposite. That means you're an original. You're showing yourself. You're doing something original. Embrace it. Embrace the weirdness. Bring it into your classroom. If not for your benefit and the enjoyment of of teaching and, and working with kids or working with your school. It just for the overall satisfaction of the students and the atmosphere that you're going to bring. Get recharged. Let's get recharged, people. If you haven't already, join our Recharge Educators community. Get yourself involved. We are trying to build an a private online community that is super supportive and just you know celebrates everybody. That is the purpose of it. You know, we could do a Facebook group. We could do a Twitter network. But you know what? We wanted something more intimate so you can really make strong connections in the community. It is already happening there. We've hardly dipped our toes in the water. We've got people introducing themselves. We've got elementary teachers. We've got paraprofessionals. We've got high school teachers. We've got administrators. If you're involved with education, anyone from a nurse to a psychologist to a teacher, come join the community. We would love to have you. If you join, now I know this is going to drop like on a Thursday. If you join by the 26th, the end of the day, the 26th of February, you can still be a founding member. Founding members come with perks, by the way, like we are actually having on the 26th of February at 8.30 Eastern, a kickoff, a virtual kickoff for our whole community that's a founding member. All of our founding members are invited. We're giving free giveaways. We're giving away uh, some of our swag from our store. We're giving away Wawa gift cards. And if you don't live in our general area, you're going to go, what on earth is Wawa? (laughs) Think of it like a gas station with a lot of, you know, really good food and things like that. So if you live in the mid-Atlantic and, or you live in the north, uh, you know, the Philly area or the, um, the eastern portion of Pennsylvania, you kind of know what a Wawa is. It, we're giving all these things away for free. Other door prizes, too. We're giving away for free. As long as you're a founding member, you can get in on that action. I am going to give everybody something special to remember right now. So a special gift, it is going out to the founding members, but I'm also going to share it with you too. We have a community store where you can purchase all kinds of merchandise about our Recharged Educators group, and you can get 10% off whatever it is that you purchased. Uh, So all you got to do at checkout is just type in the word RECHARGED as your promo code, and that's it. You get 10% off any apparel, which is the vast majority of what we have, although we do have mugs and and tote bags and things like that. You'll get 10% off. All you got to do, put that code in. We would still love you to to join our community, though. But I am throwing it out there to you, even as a listener, because I appreciate you. So what happens in our Recharge community? Like I said, we support each other, and we try to build each other up. super important, right? It's so trying out there. It's super important. There could be things like virtual meetups. We're working on a support group where everybody can join on a link and just talk about what they're stressed out about and there's a lot to be stressed out about. We've got we're gonna try to build towards mastermind groups. We're definitely looking at celebrating successes. And then some outside of the box things that we're working on. We have a seller's marketplace for anyone in education who also has a side hustle, like Jillian Du Bois. Who's posted some of her stuff in the sellers marketplace? We also have another person who is uh, an author, and she's posted uh, some of her children's book uh, or her children's book that she worked that she put together. That's there. If you have any kind of you or a friend have any um, any kind of side hustle business, you can put it there, and our community can check it out, and probably some people are going to look to purchase some things from you. Just kind of makes sense. We want to support you in whatever endeavors you have, and that's another option. We have a podcasters and a bloggers row where you can post your favorite blog articles. You can post your uh, favorite podcast episodes. We're going to reach out to podcasters to come in and, and interact more with the group. Jillian Bois is also a podcaster. She's already in the group, right? We're looking to build this out. And one of the great features, you can you can find your tribe. So we're inv- we're really casting a wide net and asking anybody in education come on in and then in the channels in our sl- that are in the slack you can find your own individual tribe and share some resources and share ideas and problem solve together we're just getting started really hope that this is going to grow into something uh, amazing for people it's already starting people are making connections an overwhelming amount of people when they registered As the one thing that they said they wanted was they said they wanted connections. If that's you and you want connections, make sure you join the community. And once you're in, introduce yourself and then take the next step and engage with each other. You know, celebrate each other, react in positive ways to each other, but also, you know, build in conversations and start to get to know each other. But if you don't do that, you're really not going to get to your goal if your goal is to make some connections. So participate, get yourself involved. You know, it's it's there for you when you need it. But if you're going to get the most out of it, you got to be all in. I'm not saying you got to live on Slack. I'm saying you just got to make sure that you check it every you know every couple days or every, maybe a couple minutes every day and get yourself involved. If you really want to go to the next level of involvement, get yourself the app. It's free. You can get it on your phone. Take it on your mobile device. You can check it out on a break, at work, at lunch. Anytime you're on the road, you've got, got two minutes, just check to see what's happening in Slack. Keep the conversations flowing. Really happy about where we're, where we're going with this. Really, really happy about the community we've already got in there. We'd love to have you too if you're not there yet. I'm going to close on this. Being involved in education can be super challenging. Find your happy spot, and sometimes that might be in the classroom being weird. Check it out, give it a try, reach a little deeper, bring some weirdness into your classroom. Another happy spot, I hope it's our Recharged Educators community. And if you're not there yet, I hope to see you there. As always, ladies and gentlemen, take care of yourself so you can take care of them. Have a great one. We'll see you around soon. Party time! It's like, boom, oh, oh, boom, oh, boom! sirens are going off in my head. We're going to try to just not be horrible. I'm watching you, exhausting entertainers. Always watching. This, is this
1: podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at teachbetter.com slash podcasts, and we'll see you at the next episode.
0: We would like to thank Kevin McLeod for the use of his music in our intro, outro, and also the music used in our interviews. You can find his information in the show notes below.